Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 113 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah, hello. And it has been another week in video games. Not only that, Manny. What? But, oh. but Spotify did their whole like in review year review thing. They did. Um, do you want to take a guess at some of my top artists of the year? Kesha. She's number two. Oh my god, what? Who beat Kesha? What happened here? Uh, oh my god. I don't even know. Who could it number one be? I can tell you it's a band that we both liked in high school. Linkin Park. Linkin Park is number one, which surprised me, to be honest. Nice. I have been listening to them a lot recently mm-hmm. because someone made me listen to a cover album of Hybrid Theory. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, now I'm just going to listen to Linkin Park all yeah. the time. <laughs> uh, uh, I started using Spotify August 10th, and the mm-hmm. amount of music I used listening to Spotify in that time that I barely use it was high. And most of the time I listen to music on my iPod. So right. That makes sense. Boy. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the killers were number three. Nice. Uh, Fallout boy. Mm, Fallout boy. My number one was machine gun Kelly because he <laughs> doesn't rap anymore. Well, he does still, but he put out a pop punk album this year and I really oh, okay. liked it. So I would have never guessed machine gun Kelly. But no, he is sense. a fucking, he is an awful rapper. I need to make that known. And I, we all should convince him to quit and become a pop punk artist forever now. Uh, Mike Mike Shinoda is a pretty good rapper. Mike Shinoda is a pretty good rapper. I listened to the rap album that he put out this year, and let me tell you what, it is not good. That's fair. Uh, woof. I was not a fan. I think he put out two, actually. Oh, see, I, I only know him from uh, Remember the Name and Linkin Park. Oh, Fort Minor, baby. Yeah. See, why doesn't... Oh, man, Fort Minor is so good. Yeah, he it's like his own thing and it's like this mixtape thing. Anyways, it's yeah. not great. Um, but yeah, I Spotify, I like the amount of data they keep. So yes, I uh, just they did like this thing where they're like, hey, guess who your number one was? And I was like, I like you. I picked Kesha. And I was like, they're like, oh, so close. Uh, so I'm guessing Linkin Park <laughs> just like barely uh, beat it out because I never actually like went out of my way to listen to them. Yeah. It's just one of those things where like what I did was I just kind of liked a bunch of songs and then I just go into my liked album, like liked list and then just call it the shuffle. And it like, I guess I just have a lot of Linkin Park songs that I like. So I'm guessing that's how I naturally just listen to a lot of Linkin Park songs where I feel like I did go out of my way to listen to more Kesha. So it did surprise me. Mm. What I always think is funny about Spotify is like, it makes your own playlists Yes, like if it gives you like four or whatever, and it tries to like make it so that they're different genres of music. But for me, it literally couldn't because it was like, dude, you only listen to one genre of music. Do you want four playlists of the same thing? (laughs) Just pop punk. (laughs) And now now it's fucked up because I did start listening to a rap on there Mm. and now it doesn't have any idea what to do. It's like, did you want to listen to Busta Rhymes and Fallout Boy at the same time? And I'm like, not really. But I mean, let's see what this playlist is like. Maybe you should listen to a little Katy Perry because I know you're a big fan exactly. Of that. I know, yeah. All right, almost. <laughs> I have not listened to Taylor Swift's new album either, so maybe I'll just throw those in, and then it'll really have no fucking idea what to do. 
Which, if you're going to do that, you got to listen to uh, Party in the USA. By oh, Miley definitely. Cyrus. That's true as well. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just confuse it as much as you possibly can. But I don't know if you know this, Manny. Yeah. This is a video game podcast. It is a video game podcast, <laughs> but I do love music more than most things in life. So it's, I'm always down to talk about it. <laughs> I just, when I saw Kesha was in my like top two, I was like, I gotta oh, bring this I up mean, to Manny. I because... mean, hell yeah, dude. You got, I gotta know this. That's top notch shit, dude. I almost text you immediately, but I was like, I'll save it for the podcast. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, I guess Cyberpunk. Uh, it seems like the uh, the before the day one patch, the game is going to be a very fucked up. Well, so this is weird too because this uh, so uh, this might be different now. So uh, people got a hold of the PS4 version of Cyberpunk because a lot of retailers sent it out early in some places, um, and there were screenshots and stuff of them putting it in a PS4 and the patch being 56 gigabytes. Uh, and so it was my assumption that this was the day one patch. I don't think it is. I think that there is another patch. Well, I mean, like they del- they like went gold and then they delayed it several weeks. So they it did. does not surprise me that this is needs like huge patches. Yeah. And so like I have been reading impressions of people who have played it like non spoiler impressions, and it seems like they really like it, but it is like wildly fucked up mm. in a bunch of ways. And I would assume that they downloaded this patch if they were playing it, but so it is possible that either this it'll just download multiple patches at once or there is another one as well. It, it is very possible that there's so that's from. crazy, crazy talk. 56 gigs is fucking huge. That is bigger than Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, because I think Ghost is like 40 gigs total total. Yeah, like this is a bigger patch than most games total. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes. So like I just like holy shit, man. It's wild. I so they have been like really amping up the marketing for that and like they put out a trailer for the photo mode the other day. <laughs> a 2-minute trailer for photo mode and I was like, "Man, is this game out yet? What the fuck are we doing?" So let me play. Yeah, that's that's soon, isn't it? It is. It is uh, this coming Thursday. Oh, that's right. Game Awards Day. Yeah. Um. And boy, I have been reading so many impressions. And let me tell you what, you can use just a sword if you want. And I might be doing that. Wow. Because you can hack people's eyes so they can't see. And then you get up in there with the sword. And oh, my God. Sounds fucking sick. And so I don't know if I talked about this last week, but apparently a lot of the things have been saying that the marketing is like kind of misleading for this game where it makes it look like it's a full blown first person shooter and it is way more of an RPG than the marketing shows, which I mean, that makes sense because like an RPG does not. It's hard to like make that look flashy where it's very easy to make like a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. look a little bit more flashy but so like i think that's very good for me oh. i think i'm gonna i'm very hype about that mm-hmm. and they also they've been putting out a lot of stuff where they're saying like it is a much shorter main campaign than the witcher 3 because the amount of people who finished the witcher 3's main campaign was like weirdly small because it was so long um and they wanted people to be able to finish the main campaign but then like they really blew out all the side stuff 
Oh, okay. So like you can, there's just so much optional stuff to do and like side quests and people to meet, but it doesn't necessarily tie into the main story, but they've also done wild shit where the game and the story change depending on what side stuff you have done. So I, oh man, it sounds so ambitious. I just like, I gotta see it. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see what the fuck this is even like. And apparently uh, it runs at 60 frames a second on PS5. Uh, But I wonder if with a day one patch, they will cap it to 30. Why do you think they would cap it? Uh, Because I think part of the issue is the population density is still really high. Oh, okay. Um, And so I think that having it run at 60 causes a lot of like performance issues. So I, a lot of games do that. Like they're, um, like if you don't patch God of War, uh, it runs at sixty, right? Or like it has an uncapped frame rate, but then once you get the day one patch, it's capped at thirty. Oh, okay. Uh, there are a couple other PS4 games like that, so like people can, if you don't download the patches, you can play them. It's sixty frames a second on the PS5, but but I mean, like uh, it's not going to be sixty frames per second at all times, type of thing. So yeah, I would yeah. So we'll see. But I'm excited for Cyberpunk. I just like, I don't know, man. Even I think if this is a game where even if it's like a wild shit show, I will still find it to be fascinating because it's like it's been a, they announced it like eight years ago. Right. And it's gone through so much. And it just like I I got to see what they did with this wild piece of shit. I don't think it's going to be a piece of shit. I think it's going to be. I think it'll be like low 90s, high 80s. Reviews. I mean, that's probably true. I just like. I don't know, man. Then it sounds like they're trying to make it more like the original Deus Ex, where there's like 900 ways to approach every scenario, mm-hmm. and like that stuff is cool. But then, like when it, it's not implemented correctly, it's like, oh shit, this is rough. You mean like, let's theoretically say, if you were to subcontract out all the boss battles. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's saying that <laughs> so if you go with the stealth, you can't actually do anything in any of the boss battles. Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like that. <laughs> and then you're like, "Wow, remember the original Day Sex that was way better than this and came out in the '90s?" I sure do. <laughs> oh fuck. <clears throat> yeah. So hopefully they learn from that. Uh, our next story here. I wrote this. Bioware is so fucked, Matt. <laughs> They're doing fine, Manny. <laughs> They're I done. It's it's over. It's literally over for that. Like, okay, Casey Hudson was lead on the original three Mass Effect games, right? Right. He he leaves. Well, not just that, couple, but he also did Dragon Age, right? He did, and he leaves a couple years ago, saying like, "Yo, I'm done with this." He comes back two years ago and is like, "Wow, we're gonna Bioware is having a rough time. We're gonna really do it." They announced a new Mass Effect game and a remaster of the original trilogy. And now he's like, oh, I'm leaving. It's cool. <laughs> you know what? what? They, you know what they should do? Uh, no. Here's Cancel what you it. You remake the original trilogy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you just close the Bioware doors. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, Are you I, I, I think that they at least should hand those IPs to a different studio at this point. Well, yeah, he owns them. So like anybody, well, no, I know. Uh, I don't know who you'd give them to. Uh, I don't either. um, Sell it to someone else. 
And then also Mike Dara, the executive producer on the new Dragon Age, is leaving as well. And these two gentlemen are not young enough to truly retire. But the way that their exit thing was written was like they are retiring, quote unquote. (laughs) But that's there's no way that they're actually retiring. So I just like I because it didn't seem like Casey Hudson left on good terms the first time. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if he just came back and was like, oh, it'll be better this time. And then it was just so not. Because they they have to have so much pressure on them with like how much Anthem failed and like after Andromeda tanking and stuff like they, that studio has to have so much pressure on them. And it's one of those things where I just legitimately don't think that they can live up to what people need them to be anymore. I mean we've talked about this before. You could say their last big win was mass effect Two, because yeah, exactly. Because after that, they released what dragon age two, which was a disaster, which, and people were very upset about dragon age two. Yeah. I'm one of the few people that actually liked that game. So uh, mass effect three, the ending was a huge disaster. <laughs> and them. they got absolutely obliterated for that. Yeah. Uh, dragon age inquisition, it, like it seemed like it reviewed well enough and it probably sold well enough, but like fans seem very hot and cold on that. Yeah. Um, but, and then after that, yeah. And drum mass effect Andromeda and, uh, and whatever the other Anthem Anthem is just like the butt of the joke at this point. Like it is the biggest joke in games right now. So, and like the more I think about Andromeda, the more sad I get about it because like, it wasn't just that it wasn't good for mass effect fans. Like it, ruined them like it ruined bioware because they even had all this single player dlc planned and they just had to cancel it like they just had to be like we have to put a bullet in this game we can't mm-hmm. we can't continue on like we can't even try to salvage this we have to let it go and like that is just so sad from this fucking franchise that people loved so much and i don't know man and like Dragon Age has been a different game every time. All three of those are completely different products. Like Dragon Age Origins is closer to like a turn-based game like fucking Baldur's Gate almost. Right. And then two is basically Mass Effect, but with swords. And then three is like a weird hybrid of the two. There, I don't know, man. Yeah, not like what is what the fuck is the new one? They announced that they're showing it at the game awards. Ooh. So I guess we'll get to see what the fuck that is. Hey, like. That was my prediction last week. It was. But I, yeah, I guess they. I saw that today that they said they're going to show something about it at the Game Awards. So do you think that'll get released this year? Oh, uh, 2021? Yes. Uh, I don't know. This coming, obviously. I'm This coming year, obviously. But yeah, yeah that's, what I'd like, that's what I don't get, because if the executive producer left... And like, Mm, it seems like that game has been having a troubled development anyways, because they announced it a long time ago. I I, like, I I just don't know. Like, I and I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Like, is it an action RPG? Is it back to a turn based RPG? Like, what it what is it? I don't know if it's had a troubled because I I, it seems like it was probably just a case of a, a very small group was working on it when they announced it. 
Mm-hmm. And then like everyone was hands on deck, all hands on deck on Anthem. Well, yeah, that worked out well. And that me. that did work out uh, amazingly well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't I can't remember, but it was probably what, 2018 when it was announced? Uh, yeah, probably. So. I don't know. And I, I get every time I think about when EA announces games, it's like so fucking dumb. It's like when they announced that Star Wars game, the EA motive was working on and it was like, yeah, we'll never show you gameplay and mm. we'll just like talk about how they're writing the story for six years. And it's like, well, what, what is this? what the fuck? And I mean, they did the same thing with this Dragon Age game. So I it's one of those things where it's like, do these games exist? It was like when uh, Criterion, they said they were working on that weird open world game and then that never surfaced ever again. Sometimes I think about that Sony game from Michelle Ancel, I think it was. Uh, It was what was it? Not Snake. Wild. Wild. Yes. I so I recently saw an article that Wild is still in development. No, it's not. Yes. No, it's not. Hold on. I don't believe you. I can't. Re- it was a very like it was a real article. I swear to God. Because that was from like 2014. I want to say that was back when Dan Reichert was still working at Giant Bomb West. I'm not gonna be able to find this now. Yeah, because looking up Wild is very difficult. <laughs> It is. And the most recent one I can find is from May and it's Game Rant wondering if it's still happening. Because didn't something happen with Michelle Ancel recently? Well, wasn't he working on... Is he the one who worked on that one game? Was it him that left or was it... uh... Yeah, he retired. Oh, <laughs> and you're he trying quit, to- he quit from game development. No, but like he specifically said in his thing, many. Oh, this is it. Many of you want to know what will happen to Wild and Beyond Good and Evil 2. No worries. Since many months now, the teams are autonomous and the projects are going well. Beautiful things to see soon. <laughs> No. fucking like literally i could understand if you're like yeah beyond good and evil 2 still in development but like the one wild led that statement i was like oh my god what <laughs> so anyways look out for wild everybody get hype that's not coming out oh come on man you know what it is it's coming no, it isn't. and if it does it's gonna seem like a 10 year old game <sighs> I still like that original trailer doesn't even like say what it is. It's just no. like a fucking fever dream where the cultists are like worshiping a snake or whatever. It, oh man. Yeah. What a bizarre. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, you want to talk about massive fuck ups, uh, persona five strikers. They released a trailer for this game. They did. And they were like, Hey, it's coming out uh, February 23rd. And then they're like, uh Oh, that wasn't supposed to go live, and then they took it down, Manny. They did, yeah. Uh, the thing that I find a couple things interesting about this, uh, it came out February 20th last year in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, so it's almost exactly a year, a year and three days, uh, right. and it is also coming to PC in the West. It was it did not in Japan. So Sega is learning their lesson, and they know that people like the PC over here in the US and over in Europe, and they're doing God's work. Like, I can't believe Yakuza 7 came out on PC day and date with the fucking consoles. That's yeah, wild. that's crazy. But here's so, the weird cool. thing about this. 
Mm-hmm. Why even take it down at that point? Like all you know, all the news outlets are gonna pick it up and like talk about this anyways. So like, who are you? I guess unless like you have some agreement with the game awards? Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is they have some kind of agreement with someone or something. But like, I the same thing happened with Persona Four Golden on Steam. Like it just leaked, and then they like pretended like it didn't happen. I, Japanese companies are weird with stuff like that because yeah, they just pretended like it didn't happen. But it was like, nah, dog. Like they found the Steam data. Right, like right. it's it's there. The game itself was already hosted on Steam. Like <laughs> there was no faking it. Like <laughs> people could get the game if they hacked the thing. Like I I don't know. Yeah, where I feel like was it Ubisoft this year? Like some company, they were like, "Oh, this got leaked, so we're just going to announce it now. We'll just get ahead of it." Yeah, that did. Ha- I can't remember what game and company it was, but yes, and like that's what you should do. And yes, yes, at least because then you can control the the narrative. Yeah, you can control the message, which like this, I guess. I mean, I get who cares. It's a Dynasty Warriors game that came out a year ago in Japan, but like, which if it is, as we said, if it's a Game Awards announcement, like that could be a reason. But like, also Japanese companies are weird, where they'll be like, no, no, we'll just pretend it didn't happen, and everyone will forget. So the weirdest part to me is in Japan, it's called Persona 5 Scramble colon Phantom Strikers. Mm -hmm. And they just were like, I don't know, Scramble's too much for the US audience. We'll call it Persona 5 Strikers. Like, Yeah, and my first thought was like, is this a soccer game? Kind of like Mario Strikers? Yeah, like, I just don't, I don't know why you would change the name. Like, it doesn't. It neither one of them says what the game is. Like I, I whatever. It's fine. I'll buy it. And I was gonna it, ask, like, I, are you gonna buy this? Yeah, it's a Dynasty Warriors game. I'm in. Uh, this is also people really like it. So like apparently it's like a good Dynasty Warriors game. So and if you really like Persona Five, apparently it has some interesting stuff. As well. <clears throat> yeah. So like I mean, a fucking Dynasty Warriors game that's playing Persona Five music constantly. I am all the way on board. Do they like? Do they just pull the music or do they kind of like make their own version? Uh, they they remix a lot of it. So it'll probably be a bunch of weird remixes and stuff. Um, but they yeah. do a good job with the remixes. Usually, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is just kind of like a weird thing. Uh, Sony released a new story trailer for The Last of Us Part 2. They did, and it focuses on Abby. And yes. I saw this and was like, "Does this mean like it's getting a next gen patch or something?" And the answer is no. No, I, th- I my guess is like they tried to hide Abby as much as they could in all like the the lead up to it, mm. and they feel like now like they can just kind of like release this trailer and maybe try to bring in some new people. That's my guess, at least. because mm. uh, like Abby was not really talked about at all. It's like playable. Uh, other no. than like, unless you played paid attention to the leaks, mm-hmm. uh, so and Abby is a huge part of that game. Yes, you could say half of the game is Abby. Mm-hmm. So, I but yeah, it's just kind of weird that they would release this. What like six months later? Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. But maybe they're trying something new. Perhaps. Uh, we have some fun announcements for the game awards. <laughs> The Swedish chef, Manny. You, he you're is, very yeah, excited. The, the Swedish chef, he's going to be presenting. Uh, Gal Gadot also. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Wonder, a Gal Wonder Gadot. woman herself. Oh, <laughs> I can't say it like that. That's how you, can't that's how you say it. It's Gal Gadot. I don't care. I refuse to say it that so, way. I'm just helping you. 
Um, so she's presenting as well. Maybe mm-hmm. there will be another Fast and the Furious announcement because she was in that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm wondering. Like, do you think she plays games? Like, she probably does, or maybe not. I don't. Know. I, don't I don't know. I mean, at this point, everybody plays games. Of yeah, some that's kind, true. So. Uh, and then Brie Larson is also going to be there. This one I saw, and I Twitter was handling it very, very well. Um, oh yes, I'm sure. Uh, she seems to be garnering a lot of hate from a certain group on the internet um, mm-hmm. because she is all about women's equality. Yes, uh, women's rights, and just uh, and like I, I don't know. To me, Brie Larson, I will always remember her as the girl that uh, had sex with uh, Rafi in the league. Yep. Uh, so like, and I know she did that at a very young age, but like that, that's, that's instant. Whenever I see her, that's what my brain goes to every single time, which is sad because she's done some other great things. But to me, she's just, uh, she's, she's the girl that had sex with Rafi. And, uh, but I think that's pretty much it as, as far as we know right now. Right. Uh, well, no, because I have looked hot scoops. There are so many more, uh, Eddie Vedder of Pearl jam. Sure. Tom Holland. Okay. So maybe we will get a trailer of the uncharted movie. Ooh, that'd be really cool. That would be cool. Uh, and then there was a Stephen A. Smith as well. Uh, who, there was another one. I thought, did you ever hear what Mark Wahlberg told, uh, Tom Holland while they were on set. No. Apparently Mark Wahlberg was like, uh, don't worry about the coronavirus. Just go out and party and have fun. Oh boy. And then Tom Holland was like, that's the worst advice I've ever gotten. <laughs> oh hey, so Jeff Keeley posted the logo of the Matrix 4 with eye emojis. Are we gonna see a trailer for the Matrix 4? Are we gonna get movie trailers? Listen, dog, I will watch a trailer of The Matrix 4. Wait, 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 wait. Stephen A. Smith is going to be there. I know. What? <laughs> Why? Look, I'm... Oh, Troy Baker also. He was the one I forgot. Okay, yeah, but Troy Baker makes sense. I know, like, I'm just telling you. Stephen A. Smith, if you don't know, he's the, like, stay off the weed guy that's on ESPN. That, that's yes, his, that's I know. I know, I know. So I, I have a feeling this might be movie trailers the thing because he posted the thing about the Matrix and then he posted a thing about Wonder Woman because of Gal Gadot and it being on HBO Max soon. He posted uh, that Oscar Isaac is supposedly playing Snake in the Metal Gear Solid movie, and this is all within the past two days. <laughs> and then he okay and so yeah then there was the dragon age thing uh a special look at dagron age in his pinned tweet from an hour ago okay never mind this is about the whole game awards that the video was showing final fantasy 7 remake uh boy this could get wild who knows what's gonna happen dude this is gonna be a fun time this is i mean you'll never know if now they could show movies as a world exclusive Holy uh, fuck. See, the one disappointing thing is like I kind of wish they held some of this back. Cuz remember last year how exciting it was when Vin Diesel walked out and we're just like what is happening? 
now we're not going to have that reaction when we see Tom Holland, you know? That's true, but I, I mean, maybe we just didn't pay attention last year and he I announced all the presenters. I feel like we're pretty... Uh, we follow the news pretty like intensely. So. I do, but I don't look at Jeff Keeley's Twitter. No, but like other outlets will pick this up and be like, hey, Stephen A. Smith is going to be at the Game Awards. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel oh, like Troy in passing. Baker looks not great in this photo of him. He looks like he's like fucking emaciated. He looks very thin. What the hell? That's wild. But yeah, then it's like, what is he there for? I mean, anything, you know, uh, yeah, all, he, all games. He's there. For, yes. <laughs> he's there for every video game because he was in like 900 video games. Yes. He is just the new Troy Baker. But I mean, I can't believe that the Swedish chef gets to stand up there with Tom Holland. You know, <laughs> the greats are here. Yes. All right. And uh, the last little bit of news I'll let you handle because I didn't see anything about this. Uh, yeah, they had announced the King of Fighters 15 uh, at Evo two years ago. Well, the last Evo, I guess. Um, and they just showed the logo and everybody was like, wow, thanks. Um, and they are going to have a reveal trailer for it on January 7th. The trailer shows like concept art of uh, Team Japan, which is different than it has been in previous years because Joe is not on it anymore. Um, but they had changed that, I think, in the last game because they made the new character Shune and he has like headphones and he's like, he's pretty cool, in my opinion. But uh, the Japan team is Kyo, Shune and Benimaru. And the concept art for them looks good because I think Kyo looked the absolute worst ever in the previous game they changed the way his hair looked and sometimes i couldn't even tell that it was him on screen uh which is bad for the character who is the main character of your franchise uh yeah that game looks like trash i will say that well they went from like the best looking fighting game to one of the worst yes um and there is reason for that, and it is because hand-drawn stuff is way harder to do, yes. and so most most developers have transitioned to 3D. Like That's why Guilty Gear is able to look as wild as it is, is because they're technically 3D models on a 2D plane. Uh, but those are good, whereas the King of Fighters 14 was rough as fuck, and then when they updated it to make it look better, quote-unquote, they just looked sweaty. Mm -hmm. So... I, I don't know. And like, this doesn't show what it looks like in game, which still makes me worried. Uh, but the concept art, at least if it looks anything like their concept art, it will look good, I think. Um, and at the end of the trailer, to the surprise of literally no one, they teased Kay and Leona, who are two of the most popular King of Fighters characters, which of course, and every King of Fighters game has 17,000 characters. So like, obviously they were going to be in it. Um, yeah, this is, that's not us. That's, that's like saying, like, hey, the next Street Fighter is going to have Chun-Li. Yeah, the only thing that did surprise me was Kyo's not the main character. Apparently in the story, Shune is the main character now. So uh, that is, like, kind of you, interesting. Do you think story should be put in sneer, sneer quotes? Or do you think they'll actually... Oh, uh, yes. I, I mean, yes, always. Because King of Fighters' story is usually, like, fucking five panels of what looks like a comic book that is terrible. Right. Right. Uh, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe they are, like, trying to go all out with this. Uh, 
it does seem like putting in like an actual story mode has become much more of a thing. It does, but then I think of like the last game SNK put out was Samurai Showdown, and that was the most basic bare bones thing of like just there's an arcade mode. Right, right. Let's go. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, the last King of Fighters, the story mode was a joke. So like, uh, either way, I, I'm just excited that there will be a new King of Fighters game, and it seems like they understand what people didn't like about the last one. So I I don't know. I'm excited for this. People were thinking this was going to be shown at the Game Awards, but then they put out the thing saying January 7th is the date for it being shown. So okay. certainly not. Uh, yeah, that does not seem like the audience. For no, it Fighters. doesn't. Um, I'm just, it's, you know, I can't wait for them to announce Terry Bogard. <laughs> sure, sure. There's, I mean, who knows if he'll be in the game, you know? I, who knows? <laughs> And May, like May might not be in the game either, you know. Yeah. Uh, man. I just think it's funny because people are like, what about this character? And it's like, you really think that Terry and Mai are not going to be in this game? Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, what what world do you live in? Terry's in Smash Brothers. They can't not have him in the game anymore. Like, oh, fuck. So stupid. Terry was in the King of Fighters games where they, like, removed 90% of the cast. Right. So whatever, I'm excited. King of Fighters 15. Hopefully it doesn't look as terrible as the last one. I don't have my hopes up because I, I just uh, don't I just don't think they have the budget. I don't know. I mean, uh, Samurai Showdown looks fine. So I have faith. Uh, yeah, that's true. So maybe. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll transition to the games we've been playing, mm-hmm. which I've just been kind of playing Assassin's Creed and Yakuza. And mm-hmm. you finished Yakuza, so I kind of want to hear your your final thoughts on Yakuza. Um, I really like it. I think that maybe the last few chapters jump a little bit off the rails in some ways. Uh, the story I don't think comes together as like cohesive as it could have. Oh, that's a bummer. but it, it's still like it's a good story, right, um, right. and I and I enjoyed it a lot. There are some aspects of it where it was like, ooh, I can't even talk about it because I can't wait for like someone to see those parts and mm. be like, whoa. Uh, so that's cool. One of the things that I hope they work on in the next game is I think that boss fights aren't as epic as they were in previous games, like. Um, you know, cause like with all the heat actions and then like you'd get right, the boss right. to a, a health threshold and there would be like a sick cutscene with some quick time events and like it would just look really cool. There was only, there were only two fights in the game that stuck out in my mind for that. And I can't say who they were against because it would be major spoilers for both of them. Well, I did, and, uh, like, I did one of the boss fights unless there's more throughout, but this there's one. a fuck lot of boss fights. This one definitely had those in it. Mm. So some some of them like have stuff like that, but there are a couple that are like way better than the others. Like the one I am specifically thinking of is like every third of his health bar, he would get a different weapon. Oh, that's interesting. And so like it would have like these fucking wild cutscenes for him to transition. Like originally he has a sword and then like it gets broken in half and then he like picks up a cane and is using the cane, but then the cane gets broken. So it is like 
uh, sharpened edge and he's gripping that and then he picks up the shard of the sword in his other hand and is using that and like that shit was really cool like I think that boss fight was really well done and there's another one that just the whole time I was like this isn't real this is <laughs> this is not a real thing that's happening right now um, yeah, so, yeah that was one thing I was going to ask you because I'm about 10 hours in Mm-hmm. Are there like these like just big moments that you're just like, man, this is just shockingly great. There because... is one in particular okay. that is where the difficulty spikes in chapter 12 that I was just like, what are we doing here? What is this game? And okay. like, so then the, the chapter 12 is really where like the main plot, I think like takes off at a, to a certain extent because like they reveal a bunch of stuff and it's just like, wait, what? Like, I there are always like points in Yakuza games where sometimes there's like a twist and you're like, oh, I saw that coming. The t- some of the twists in this one, I was like, what? What is happening? Yeah, to, to just kind of like put in perspective where I am, I just got I like just finished the like the old folks home story. Oh, OK, line. yeah, yeah. Or I don't know if it's a storyline or if it's just like. You know, I went through that boss level and like fought the boss, and now I'm like out of there. So like that—that's where I am, like wherever the re- that retirement home. So so there is like a very major story point that happens right after that. Okay, um, that kind of like starts off like what I would consider to be like the main thread of the entire game. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's I think it's actually the cutscene that ends that chapter that it happens in. All right. So I, I did see that cutscene. So I'm pretty much oh, like, okay. I, yeah, I finished yeah. that chapter. So I did okay, so, yeah. and it's just one of those cases where I didn't know if they were like this was the end of it or if there was gonna be more to come up with this storyline. So it's Oh uh, like, yeah, yeah, that storyline takes you through most of the rest of the game, I think. Okay. Because uh, because there's a lot of stuff that happens in the early game that like doesn't seem like it matters or like has a lot of repercussions, but then like later on you're like, oh Yeah, that's I that's kind of where it just as of right now, it just seems like each chapter has been its own little thing. And like, yeah, and so that's through lines or like nothing's really tying it all together. Yeah, Like JRPGs have that a lot. And right. especially in the early stages, they don't necessarily always tie back in. But in this, I think they do a pretty good job of bringing a lot of that stuff back. Around. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm like engaged with the story. It's just a case of like each one yeah. just feels like like a, a vignette type of thing. So. so the thing that I do think is bad is the boss fight in chapter 12 that i think is really cool is bullshit Mm. like i did everything and i fought as many people as i could i was 20 levels lower than the boss jesus and i got killed in one hit and then I had to go and grind because at that point there is the point where they unlock the battle arena and I had to grind in the battle arena to level up a bunch. Um, and I, to be honest, I think most people will get there and quit the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like, and then it's not even like, oh, then that's just like a really hard boss fight. Like the rest of the bosses are just as hard. Some of them might be harder and depending on how you built your team, like, or your understanding of like how your team's skills work and stuff like, right. You might just be like, I'm done with this now. And I think that's kind of a bummer because it like, 
up until that point, I didn't think it was like super difficult or super easy. It was just like, oh, this is fine. But that one was I, I kept seeing people online being like, what the fuck is this difficulty spike? And I was like, oh, well, I play RPGs like a crazy person, so it probably won't be that difficult for me. And when I got killed in one hit, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't had an issue yet. But, like, I've been going out in the world and just, like, fighting, doing a lot of random battles. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've, I'm have i a couple levels higher than, like, almost everything else I've been fighting so far. Yes. So I haven't really been having a major issue, but it sounds like I probably... Like, it's impossible not to run into an issue, it seems. That, like is, that is what it seems like, unless you are fucking... Uh, yeah, I don't know. You would have to be fighting random battles constantly all the time. Uh, and so then, like, I looked up the recommended level for beating the final boss, and it was 60, and I was only at 50. And so oh. I was like, well, I don't want to get to the final boss, because the endings of Yakuza games, like, never have a save point, and then you, like, watch cutscenes for fucking 60 minutes, and right. it's like, I can't do this again. So I grinded to get up to, like... 58 and i didn't have that much of a problem um so who knows but so that that part i think is bad like i think they can do a better job with pacing and like balance in the future but near the end of the game a lot of the stuff that they said about development became a lot more apparent because this game was not a turn-based RPG until they made that April fool's video. Mm, That was the RPG. And so they completely pivoted from it being an action game to an RPG in eight months. And I think that that shows a little more, especially in the back half, because like some of the characters that you get in your party, like they are only, it seems like they're like just party members and they don't show up in a lot of cutscenes or like even really have to do with a super lot of the story in the later half. And so it like, it seems like they were only had like a few characters in mind. How many uh, party members do you eventually get? Uh, you have seven total. Okay. And you can only use four, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because right now I only have two, so I have three total in my party. Yes, and so one of the characters is optional. Okay. And you get them by doing the first level, or you basically play them when the management mini game unlocks. Mm-hmm. After like the first portion of it, you unlock that character. Okay. Um, and they have nothing to do with anything. Like they are never in a cutscene. They are never there. But the characters you get after that are very important to the story, but it seems like one of those things where they were like, Oh, we need to have more party members. So like they'll go with you, but their role in the story at that point was like mostly over. Mm. So it's just one of those things where like when they would show up in a cutscene, I'd be like, Oh, that's weird. Right. Uh, so like, I think it's one of those things where like, if they make another one of these RPG things, like they can do a lot better with it, but I, I do still really like it a lot. Is there like a like a uh, like a few characters that you'd recommend at least for narrative reasons that would make the most sense to bring to the to the party? Well, so that's what's weird is like the they just like appear out of nowhere. So like I the characters I was using were the ones that don't really make sense narratively. Right. And then they would just like 
the other characters would disappear and fade out of existence and those other characters would just appear for the battle. I was like, this is weird. But it doesn't matter. I mean, basically the first four characters you get in the game are the four characters that matter the most. Okay. Uh, But I prefer the two you get after, personally. So it's weird. But yeah. I yeah, I, and I do they do do a good job of characterizing all the characters too, especially because you have like the bond meter and then they have the you can go back to the bar and like uh level the up the bond meter um, right, and right. then they they will get more experience if they're not in battle and be able to use more jobs and stuff like that. So that that stuff is cool. Uh one of the characters actually See, I I can't say a lot about it because it's like if people have played previous Yakuza games, like some of the stuff is it's cool. Like there is a, there is a character that has ties to someone who is in Yakuza six. Okay. And like it, it's pretty apparent right off the bat, but then when they talk about it, you're like, Oh, that's wild. So I thought that was cool. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I do really like it. It's just, I do think that there are some problems with it. So when people criticize it, like I get it, especially with the chapter 12 difficulty spike, like that is, if you look up chapter 12, most everything will be like, what the fuck do I do here? Right. Like, how, how do I even begin to, uh, to approach this? So do you think I will fall off at 12 knowing the uh, I play games? Probably yes, uh, but maybe not because I think that fight you will get to it and be like, "Oh, I got to see what happens." Oh, okay, okay. Uh, you specifically, okay. So <laughs> um, but but I it it is a possibility where like maybe you'll just be like, "Oh, I'll just look up what happens for the rest of this," because it's one of those things where it's like there is a decent amount of game after that still because there's 15 chapters, but it's like the super packed story chapters. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I can't say. It, it depends if you have something else that you really want to play, I think, or okay. that you would just, you'd rather do depending right. on how much you're still enjoying the game by that point. I am enjoying it a lot right now, but I'm, as I said, I'm only about 10 hours in. So yeah. And I mean, you don't like, usually you don't like when games are longer experiences. So like, right. You know, by that point you might be kind of burned out, but yes. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and then I don't really have a lot, a lot of updates for Assassin's Creed. I'm still mm-hmm. making my way through it. It does seem like it's like, oh my god, Assassin's Creed and Yakuza are going to take me <laughs> for the rest of my life to to beat both of them. Uh, yeah, because like I'm like twenty four, five hours into Assassin's Creed, and I don't even think I'm halfway. Oh god! But I'm really taking my time and just kind of doing everything. Uh, because like the way they've done it, it's just it's kind of weird where there's like there's no really side quests in the game. Mm-hmm. but there are these like little like narrative nuggets throughout, like that are just kind of sprinkled throughout the world where like nothing takes more than I would say five minutes. I don't like that. Um, they're interesting. Like some of okay. them are at least interesting. Uh, but so like, I've been just kind of running around doing that and just kind of uh, doing raids and just killing people and just finding loot and, uh, but yeah, so I'm barely advancing the story and I'm just kind of leveling up and getting experience and just kind of just just enjoying that world, I guess. I am enjoying it more than I was before, but I still would say it, it does feel like it's definitely the weakest of the Assassin's, like the three new Assassin's Creed games. Interesting. So 
Yep. That's Assassin's Creed. Okay. My Assassin's Creed update. And I did stop playing uh, Watch Dogs many. So nice. I'm glad beat. for you. Yes. Because there was definitely a period there where I was like, why am I still playing this? Uh, so I finally stopped. Okay. Um, you ready to move into part three, Manny? I am. You have a secret. Topic I have a secret to topic. Yeah. Are you? Oh, are, uh, as you know, Manny, mm-hmm. I watched a lot of superhero movies this year. Oh God, yeah. I watched a grand total of sixty-five. Holy fuck! What? Yes, yes. And I am here to reveal my entire list. For oh boy. <laughs> Because I ranked them all as I was watching. Like, them. are there? Si- I can't even think of sixty-five superheroes. Oh, there's more than this. I kind of just set some ground rules. So basically, everything from two thousand to present day. So I okay. didn't do any like the older Batman stuff. And then I, and j- this is just live action. Okay. Uh, because if I got into the animation stuff. Oh, well, then it's over for you. There are so many Warner yes. Brothers. Lo- yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'm sorry into the Spider-Verse. I'm really sorry. You'd probably be in my top 10. <laughs> but like, I can't open that, that that bag of worms. And then the yeah, last yeah. one was just like, I primarily focused on DC, Marvel, and X-Men. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because... So you didn't, you didn't watch like Kick-Ass or? No, no. Because like okay. when you watch 65, that's, that's. Yeah, there's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. So um, uh, the way I started doing this uh, before we get into the list itself is I started doing it as like a five point scale where I was rating each one. Okay. Uh, but then something happened and I watched a movie and I was like, this is better than an average five. Oh, interesting. So then I turned it into a six point scale. <laughs> and then i watched a movie that was so bad that i was like this is worse than a one <laughs> <laughs> so then i had to turn it into a seven point scale so. interesting i have a feeling i may know what that film is uh there's two that are actually oh okay i may one. know what i may know what both of those films are i uh, was well, like do you we'll start at the bottom here and like at any point you want to just stop me and you want to talk about whatever i i have here but keep okay. in mind there are 65 so if That's we spend if we spend one minute talking about each movie we're gonna add 65 minutes to this podcast yeah, uh-huh, so, uh-huh. uh so like it we can take this as long as you want because i can okay I could talk about most of these movies, but you you seem to want to guess what my like at the very bottom so, of the list is. I think it will be Catwoman. No, no, is no. it Daredevil? No, Daredevil is. You will get to Daredevil. Um, okay, okay. I, I don't know then. Holy shit! My the worst movie, and let me let me be clear. This Four is a dark world. This is a one out of seven. <laughs> okay, and I I my my distinction for what a one out of seven is, I think it's a crime against humanity. I think, Oh shit. I think well, it's not, it's not Thor dark world. Then it's not a good movie, but no, 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 it's, it's not. not no, the, the worst movie. And this is one of the worst movies I've ever watched is the 2003 Hulk movie. Oh, okay. So I did see this movie in theaters mm-hmm. Yes, and I don't remember it at all. Mm hmm. You just be happy. I, re- I, rem- I remember the scene with the like weird dogs when they attack at mm-hmm. night or whatever. Yes. Uh, so I all I remember about this movie was Ben's parents left the movie. 
<laughs> they were uh, smart. They, they brought they brought him to the movie, mm-hmm. and they they said we can't. And like, <laughs> uh, I I do remember that, and I just remember thinking like I don't think it was that bad, but oh. I haven't, I I remember nothing about it and did not see. I like I I don't remember it. So I remember the first time not thinking it was that bad, but the second time, Manny, like oh, it was it 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 was so hard to get through. It mm. this was it was painful. It's one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Do not okay. watch this movie. Okay. Uh, my number sixty-four is a uh, Ghost Rider. Okay, I have uh, you know I don't like Ghost Rider in general, so uh, I get it. They, they this is the first Ghost Rider. The second Ghost Rider was weirdly better. It 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 shocked me. I was like dreading that movie because I hated the first one so much, and then like the sequel ended up being like weirdly better. Okay. Um, at number sixty-three, Electra. You know, I never saw this movie, and you shouldn't. Who plays her? Uh, is what? it Eliza Dushku? No, it's um, it, she. It's a. It's. I, it's not a spinoff. It's like a sequel from Daredevil. Oh. Uh, what? Because what no, is Jennifer? This? Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, because Jennifer Garner is in the Daredevil movie. Yes. Uh, so it's just like a continuation, but holy shit, is it terrible? Okay. Where like she becomes, uh, I don't. She becomes a hitman, and then she's like hired to kill. It, just don't watch it. It's terrible. And then she falls okay. in love with the person that she's supposed to to kill. Wow, that's never happened before. No, that's terrible. Uh, this next movie, I uh, let me be clear. Like Hulk and Ghost Rider, those are ones out of twos. Elektra, mm-hmm. and after this, they're at least a two out of two. Okay. Uh, but so like these are we're getting a little bit better here. Uh, Superman Returns is the next one, and Manny, this movie is not terrible. But do you know what is awful about this movie? What is awful about this movie? Nothing happens, and it's a three-hour movie. Wait, who is super? Who is this? This is who is this? Uh this is the one where um, God, what is what is the? Uh, it's Brandon Ruth, and then Kevin Spacey is Lex Luthor. Maybe I didn't know that this movie existed. Uh, Manny, do you want to know um, something notable about this movie? Sure. James Marsden is not in X-Men 3 that much because uh-huh. he decided to leave X-Men 3 and join this because he thought this was going to be uh you know better for his, his career. Oh, nice. So uh but yeah, this movie is terrible and it's it's just so long. It is painfully long. It looking at reviews somehow it's not it it deserves to be a lot lower. It is a it just so boring. I was so bored. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Sixty-one, Manny. Yeah. Spider-Man three. Oh my god! It sucks. It's uh, it's, it's so, so bad. I say this all the time when I talk about <laughs> Spider-Man three. It was the first time I remember being in a theater and wanting to leave. <sighs> I, I'm going to say something a little spicy yeah. here. Okay, yeah. The first half of the movie, I was like, this isn't that bad. This is right. actually, this is actually right. not that bad. And then I was like, maybe people are just harsh on this movie. No. And then like second half of the movie happens, and you're like, this movie just... Oh my fucking like, god! The beginning part of that movie is fine, yes. and like the part where he like fights Harry in the mm-hmm. in the alley or whatever, like that's fine. It's 
everything else after that that is like, what the fuck is this movie? And it goes on for so long. Yeah. And they try to juggle like 12,000 characters. Topher Grace fucking sucks as Venom. Oh. Yeah, but we get the 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 street scene where he's like. The street scene with the dancing. Dancing and him giving the finger guns. And like the, the weirdest thing. I don't know if you've watched this in a long time. Not it, in it, a long time. And I trust me, I wouldn't. <laughs> the just if you ever have a chance just watch it just that watch a clip of it because the facial reactions on the women like some of them are like excited that he's doing this and then some of them are really disgusted and i don't know what the angle here is if he's supposed to be a ladies man or what's going on there okay so what i would recommend is for april fools a few years ago donkey made a review of spider-man 3 the <laughs> film where he says it's a cinematic masterpiece the greatest <laughs> film of all time you should ever Everyone should watch that video because okay. it's it's sure. so good. Yes. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that is great. It, but you know what's not great? Spider-Man what? 3. Spider-Man 3 is not great. It's fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie that you brought up earlier at number 60, mm-hmm. Catwoman. So I've never seen this. There is an infamous basketball scene. It's not infamous. It's uh, amazing. It's everything you want in a movie. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> it is. Uh, the weirdest part about this movie is Catwoman is given like supernatural abilities. Yes, I've heard this. And, and, uh, where she's like, she's dead. And then she's like, she's brought back to life by like a, (laughs) (laughs) like an ancient cat that brings her back to life. Uh, And then she's given supernatural abilities. Holy sweet God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At one point she's on a date with a man, the man that she plays basketball with, but they're on a date and then there's a fish tank and then she's just completely distracted by the fish tank. She's just... Oh God! It okay. is terrible, but I would recommend watching that basketball scene just for 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 comedy. Okay, good, great. Uh the this is the worst MCU movie, Manny. Okay. Number fifty nine, mm-hmm. and it's the Incredible Hulk. Uh yeah. So I remember seeing this one in theaters too, uh, and Edward Norton thought it was bad too, and he yes. said, "I'm done now." <laughs> well, he. As far as I understand, like he like filmed a ton of stuff and he like he had a like completely different script and then he was very upset about the way they edited it. He wanted it to be very different. Oh, okay. Um so yes, it seems like nobody really and it's to the point where this movie is not even on Disney Plus. So like yeah. I think like Disney and the MCU want to pretend this movie doesn't exist. Yeah, I would say so. Because Robert Downey Jr. is in the post credit scene, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, okay. And then also, uh, there's a general in the movie that comes yes. back in yes, Civil yes. War? Yes. So uh, so there is a, there are at least a couple ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 58, the first DCEU movie, Manny. Mm-hmm. Justice League. Oh, are you going to watch the Snyder Cut? Mm, it has to be better. <laughs> It has to be better. I don't believe. I don't think so. No, I, it has to be better <laughs> because, like, this movie just feels so soulless. Oh yeah, because I like mean, what they did is uh, Snyder like filmed it and had this whole big plan. Then they fire him, and then they bring in Feige, and then it, then Feige has to basically take Snyder's plan and just kind of fit together however he wants to see it. And so, like, there was just no direction for this movie, and it was just terrible. 
All right, I have a statement that I have to make. I think Zack Snyder is a bad director always. I'm not going to argue that he's a good director. Okay. But at least he would have had a direction for this movie, and this movie was okay. completely directionless. That, okay. Uh, so. Yeah, I jumped off the DCEU train. Mm. There's a couple so, good ones. We'll get there. I, I mean, I watched Wonder Woman, but that, that that's different. Um, at number 57, the worst X-Men movie. Mm. x-men origins wolverine oh really you think that that's worse than apocalypse yes okay i i don't know i never saw origins this is the only x-men movie i have never seen as someone who receives x-men comics still to this day and reads them uh yeah, but all of the movies upset me but um no there's a couple good ones did we'll... you watch dark phoenix oh yes yes d- okay well that one apparently sucks too uh but interesting maybe i'll have to watch origins see what's up how uh, well deadpool is what is happening. oh no i know people are very upset about that where he's like his mouth is fucked up yeah i've and seen i've seen it it's just not very good it's just yeah yeah it, it's just not very exciting it's a terrible story mm, I, it, it is definitely just not good i would i wouldn't recommend watching it okay okay uh, and like this is where we're into three, so we're now in the three okay. out of seven. So like X Men okay. Origins, three out of seven, and uh, number fifty six. Okay. Uh, Fantastic Four, the two thousand five two uh, Fantastic Four movie. So the the original one. The original one, yes. Yeah, that movie's bad. It's not good. It's not good. I, yeah, I remember seeing it in theaters, and then they fight Doom in like eight seconds at the end, and it's bad. Uh, that's what happens in the 2015 one as well, for whatever. Look, reason. Uh, yeah, the 2015 one. God, I still. I we'll get to the 2015 one. That's a little higher yeah. on the list. Uh, okay. This next one probably upset you deeply, Manny. Mm-hmm. At number 55 is X Men mm-hmm. Three: The Last Stand. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Dog. Yeah. It's a bad movie. It's a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> And they, like they make uh, Magneto seem so stupid. Yeah, I so like uh, Magneto is my favorite, one of my favorite characters. Period. Right. And so like I and I love X Men. So like I feel like every time a new X Men movie comes out, it's like they're punching me in the gut. And I so well, that's not totally fair. Some of the more recent ones have been pretty good, but like yeah, there's a couple uh, that I have higher. Yeah, but like God, I just hate the Dark Phoenix saga, and mm. I. Most of the people in those movies, I don't think, are acting well outside of like uh, the the Magneto and <laughs> Professor X. Exactly, yeah, and it just uh, woof. Yes, um, I yeah, I just it's not a good movie. No, it's not. Uh, number fifty four, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. So the direct sequel to Fantastic Four two thousand five. I did not watch this ever. You, you don't need to. I'm sure I don't. Um, number 53, Spider-Man, the very first Tobey Maguire movie. So I have to say this, mm-hmm. Kelvin got a PS five and he's been playing Spider-Man. He really likes it. Uh, and he said, I don't really know anything about Spider-Man, so I'm going to watch the movies. And I said, Oh no, no, no. And he, he said, yeah, I watched the first one and said, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they have not aged well no they have not and and that's important here i'm not talking about i'm talking about like in 2020 entertainment value how movies yeah i'm telling you right now the spider-man toby Maguire trilogy did not age well i'm sorry no yeah so this yeah i see i can see that for sure 
Uh, so, uh, number 52, the Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, the, the sequel. Mm. Which we talked about this on the podcast at one point, because I talked yeah. about how uh, I was very disappointed in... Uh, what's his name? Idris Elba. Idris Elba, because he was in this movie. And I was like, yeah. you're better than this, Idris. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, this is probably the the biggest, hot, one of the hottest takes right here at number 51, Manny. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2. I just... I'm sorry. So, I, yeah, I haven't seen this in a long time. People still try to say that Spider-Man 2 is a great film. Uh, I remember thinking it was fine at the time. Like, it didn't, oh, yeah. like, blow me away, but I did like it. Uh, and there's, like, I remember articles being made about the scene where, like, Doc Ock kills the doctors or whatever because they thought it was, like, weirdly violent compared to most of the other stuff. See, like, it, it, it does feel like a horror film. Yeah. At least at the time it did. But, like, mm-hmm. now you watch it and it just comes off like a parody yeah uh, it just look it's just really funny the way it's filmed and it just it looks very campy hmm. and then also like the other big issue i just have with these this entire trilogy is like kirsten dunce is just she does nothing in these films so that's what kelvin said he said he thinks she is one of the worst actresses of all time and he hates her it's not just her it, like the, it's one of the worst written characters of all time her her role in all three movies is to get caught by the villains and then spider-man has to save her that's what she yeah. does in all three movies mm-hmm. and it's just i don't know like and Marvel movies and just superhero movies in general have gotten so much better with the writing since this point. And also mm-hmm. just the action has gotten better. Just everything across the board uh, has, has gotten better since like the Spider-Man trilogy. So yeah. I, 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 yeah, just, I wouldn't recommend watching them. If you have fond memories of those movies, just let them stay in the past. That's my recommendation. <laughs> uh, number 50 mm-hmm. dark Phoenix. Yeah, I so I saw parts of this movie mm-hmm. uh, on a p- return plane trip from Japan because mm-hmm. Nigel, one of the people I went with, was watching it. He said it was bad, and it yeah. looked bad, yes. and it reviewed bad, yes. and I hate the Dark Phoenix saga anyways because they can't let it go. Let it go, please. Every fucking adaptation of the X-Men is about the Dark Phoenix saga, and I get that at the time it was a groundbreaking thing in comics, but like we have moved past. I think there are so many better X-Men arcs that people could tell. Mm-hmm. I think the age of apocalypse, which didn't turn into a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that house of M days of future past, which did make a good movie. Like there are so many other X-Men arcs. Let Phoenix die. Please God. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, yes. If I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't, not that long ago I watched this movie, I already forgot everything that happens in it. So I just remember oh, yeah, I'm I sure. did not like it. So Yeah, it re- like I remember being excited because I was like, oh, an X-Men movie. And when the reviews came out, I was like, oh, my God. Like, they were savage. Yeah, it's one of those cases where, like, X-Men was very hot and cold, where it's like, hey, this one's good. This one's good. And then they were like, yeah. oh, no. Uh, and then the last couple, you're just like, nope, nope. I- they've completely lost the thread and these movies suck again. So mm-hmm. um, this next one kind of bummed me out a little bit. Uh, and that's uh, 49 is the original X-Men movie. Mm. Uh, it's not a terrible movie. I bet it just didn't age. Well. It just did. Like the action is just, it, it 
it was 20 years ago and yeah. action movies have gotten so much better since then uh it, it just by today's standards it's just really funny the way the action is but like oh, it is, like that, yeah. the and also the acting is a little wonky for some characters like uh one of the most notable ones Halle Berry Mm-hmm. Uh, she has an accent in the movie, but only in some scenes, and it just kind of like it's very touch and go, and it just mm-hmm. uh, it seems like because like the way they they film movies, it's all like it's all over the place, anyways. So it seems like she like at the beginning decided that the character was going to have an accent, and then at some point she just stopped using the accent, and then the way the way they put the movie together, it seems like every other scene she has an accent and she doesn't have an, it's just really weird. (laughs) But like, it is at least an interesting story arc and everything, the original X-Men, but like it just doesn't age the best, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. A number 48 is one of uh, our very good friend, Andrew Nukio's most like despised movies. It's Oh, suicide Suicide squad. Squad. Yes. 48. (laughs) Shit. I still have never seen this movie. I kind of really want to. It's one thing that it hel- helps this movie is Will Smith and Margot Robbie are in the movie. Yeah, but Will Smith's not in the new one. He's he's jump ship. Uh the the problem is everything else about the movie. In any yeah, way. yeah, yeah. But like at least Will Smith and Margot Robbie are okay in the movie. Yeah. Uh, but it, it yeah, forty eight is not a yeah, not good. <laughs> uh, number forty seven. This is another one that it's like it's fine, I guess. It's not very good. Uh, and that's uh, Thor. The, the original movie. Thor, yeah. There's not a lot goes on in that no. movie, I guess. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of like in, like important narrative for the MCU, and you kind of look at Thor at the beginning of this, and look mm-hmm. at Thor at the end, and like he does have like a huge story arc throughout the entire MCU, but like the movie itself is just not the most interesting. No, yeah. The only thing that I really remember is them fighting the thing at the end, and yes. that they introduce Hawkeye. Uh, which Hawkeye is just very briefly shown. Yeah, like for ten seconds. But yeah, yes. Uh, number forty-six, the Wolverine. This is the one. Oh, that's where he's in Japan. Right? Where he goes to Japan, yes. And yeah, I did not see this one either. Uh, this one's a little bit better. Mm. Um, it, it, the the big problem with this one is it seemed like they were trying to do something a little bit more mature and do a little bit more violent, but they it stayed as like a PG thirteen movie. Oh, I gotcha. So it, it just doesn't quite come together. Where like Logan, it like that one fully comes together, but that that one they just fully committed to making an an a rated R movie. Right, right. Ah, uh, so um. It it's definitely a step up from the original just Wolverine movie, but like it's it feels more like a stepping stone to them actually making like a good Wolverine movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number forty five, uh, Thor: The Dark World. Just it's. <laughs> I only saw this one once, and I saw it at your house, and yeah, it. I get the criticism for this movie. It's, it's not great. It's not. <laughs> it, it's okay. That's that's the yeah. best I can say. Um. Number forty four, Iron Man three. Uh see, interesting. I never saw Iron Man two. It's the mm-hmm. only MCU movie I've never seen. But three, I remember thinking was fine. I don't it, know. It, my it's when I come to superhero movies, like I'm just looking for dumb fun. 
Mm. And this I just don't think is that much of a fun movie. It's very important for the plot because like the whole thing is like he's dealing with PTSD from yeah. The like there's a lot of dark shit in this. Yeah. Yes, and then that like because of the PTSD, it sets up uh, basically what happens in Age of Ultron because he creates mm. a, a Ultron because of the P- PTSD, and then mm. that sets up basically Civil War, and then Civil War. Like it, this is a very important movie for the whole of the MCU. But like mm-hmm. as I said, like I'm looking for dumb fun, and this one like it's just it, it's going for much more serious themes, and it's just I don't think it's as much fun. Where I, I just kind of want to watch some fun movies, so. That's why it's a little bit lower, but it it is a decent enough movie, and there's a good plot twist in it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, number forty three is Daredevil. Mm. Uh, this movie was a lot better than I thought it would be. Really, I so I remember watching it when it had first come out on DVD and not mm-hmm. liking it at all. But. I guess I just had like such low expectations. Oh yeah. Cause people hit trash this movie. Right? Yeah. I was expecting it to be in like the one, two range. And then I was like, yeah. at the end, I was like, you know what? For, for its age, some of the action sequences have aged actually very well. And some of them mm-hmm. were like comedically really bad. It just mm-hmm. kind of went back and forth. But all in all, I was like, you know what? This movie was not as bad as I thought. So this one probably got bumped up the list a little bit just because my expectations were so low. And then I was like pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one of the threes is X-Men Apocalypse. It's so I see I would rate this way worse, but I also like X-Men a lot. This movie sucks. See, here's my counter argument to that. Yeah. If you look at a pot, if you just like throw away the knowledge of Apocalypse and what happens in the, the comic books and how Apocalypse should have been treated like Thanos was. Yeah. And just look at this movie as just a movie. It's fine. It's okay. It's kind of bad. But like when you think about like Apocalypse and what it could have been, it could have been amazing. And it's like, it's very disappointing, but I don't think it's a terrible movie. And I also am upset because I think Psylocke is amazing and Olivia Munn does a terrible job. Yeah. Like there's, there are things to be upset about the movie, but as I said, as a whole, I wasn't as offended by the movie. It was just like, this is more disappointing than terrible. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so now we're getting into four out of seven, which four out of seven is just kind of like, meh, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so number 41, mm-hmm. uh, Green Lantern. Oh, I never saw this either. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. And this is where Ryan Reynolds, I assume, met his wife because him and Blake Lively are married and they were the the two two leads in this movie. So. Mm. Which, I, I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds. He's always, uh, yeah, he's he's always fun. So. I this is another movie that I feel like it's like shit on more than it should. It, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, which another movie that I think is just fine is uh, the 2015 Fantastic Four. Oh, boy, I disagree. You think it's a lot worse? I think this movie's so bad. I it's uh, to me. I remember thinking it was so long it, and just like nothing goes on. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I just recently watched it. This is one of the ones that I just recently watched. Yeah. It's it's not as long as you think. It's about as long okay. as these other movies. Okay. Uh, so, like, I guess to me, like, it seems like superhero movies are about two hours long. Mm-hmm. Unless you're talking about, like, certain ones. Yeah. Uh, so, like, this didn't feel like any longer than any of the others. Hmm. And so, like, it, not a lot happens, I agree. Uh, so, but that's it just kind of meh 
it, that, yeah, and that's where I just kind of put that. Uh, number 39 is Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I think about this movie more than anyone should think about this movie. So I... I... <laughs> The fucking scene where he's like shoveling the like fucking frozen chicken nuggets into uh-huh. his mouth, Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? Or when he gets into the lobster tank. Oh my god, this movie is so weird. It is. It's such a weird movie. And so, like, I think it could have been really good. Like, there are scenes in this movie where I'm like, oh, this is actually like kind of all right. Like, anytime he's interacting with Venom. It was like, oh, this is like kind of fun and like whatever. And then there's just everything else about it is like, what the fuck were we doing, man? Mm-hmm. Oh, did and like, yeah, the camera work on all the scenes when he's like freaking out is just so fucking bizarre. It's bizarre. It is. Do you think you'll watch uh, it? Do you think it'll make a second one? And if they do, do you think you'll watch it? I would watch a second one, yeah, because I got to know what happens. You know what I'm saying? And also the other weird part about it is that scientist lady who is John Ralphio's sister in Parks yes. and Rec. She's and I worst. was just like, I was just like, I can't take I can't take this character seriously at all yeah, in yeah. a serious role because of what her other role was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't think this movie, I don't think it's terrible. I think it's just like, no, I don't think it's terrible. I just remember it's bizarre. Like, I I don't know. I don't, I still don't know what they were going for. Yeah, it just, it, it it really feels like a movie that was made in like 2005. It really does. Like, it feels like that Daredevil era. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, at number 38 is Man of Steel. Yeah, I never watched any of this. Uh, it's, It's fine. He fights General Zod, right? He fights General Zod. Um, And, like, that's entertaining. Like, it's they're good fights. And there are some interesting things that, like, kind of happen throughout the movie. But, like, all in all, it's it's not great. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. I got a text message. Uh, But anyway, uh, number 37 is The Amazing Spider-Man. This is uh, the Andrew Garfield first one. Yeah, people really hate these, and I remember thinking that they were fine. Yeah, I, I there's something about this one that it didn't quite click with me as much. I'm I'm interested that this one is lower than the second one because people despise the second one. I like the second one. Well, spoiler. I, you'll find spoilers. out how high I like it, but yeah, oh, like, spoilers. I, yeah, but people hate that. Yeah, movie. like I, where like there are issues with it, but like I guess part of it is just like thirty-seven. He was like still in high school, and it was just kind of like very awkward. Yeah, or like or the original one, like where I have it at thirty-seven, where like the second one when I get to it, like he's out of high school, and it's just a little less awkward. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, there's just something about the first one that just didn't quite click with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number 36, Captain America, the first Avenger. Ooh, yeah. This movie I, is boring. I, I like it more than you do. Yeah. Uh, because I, I do think like World War II is an, an interesting time period and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I can't say it's like anything like too special. It feels very m- meh to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number 35, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yikes. Uh, this is another movie that I feel like the internet just kind of was like, oh, let's shit on this movie. It'll make it I cool. do not like this movie at all. I think it's very bad. You but... think it's very bad or do you think it's I just... I do. Okay. Because like, I don't think it's terrible. 
Oh, I think it's a terrible movie. Okay. I like I oh boy. Martha Martha is terrible. I will Martha say Martha is hilarious. That's my favorite <laughs> part of the movie. <laughs> I that's hilarious. Uh no, I just like I, I don't know, man. Uh, there's something about a lot of these movies the dc movies after the dark knight stuff where like they were like oh well that one was like dark and edgy Mm -hmm. so like we have to do that and it just feels like i'm fucking watching a naruto anime amv (laughs) from the mid 2000s where sasuke is like so dark and tortured and it's just like it feels like they're trying so hard to make it be this like dark thing and it just it does not work for me at all you see you never watched the deadpool movies yeah but there's a joke where ryan reynolds is like oh that's so dark are you from a dc movie (laughs) and you're like that's how that's how i feel generally is like and it's even like it's not even just like the way the movies are written and acted like it's the Mm -hmm. color as well yes like they all have this fucking drab ass color palette and it's like what what and i think that's one thing i am excited about uh, the new wonder woman movie it seems very colorful it does yes uh, but I do think, like, if you saw Man of Steel, you could at least appreciate some more things about Batman v Superman because the way they tie the two movies together is very interesting, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I, as I, I, I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm just saying, nah, yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number thirty-four, Age of Ultron, Avengers. Age yeah, Ultron. this movie's like pretty forgettable. It is. It's very important because it sets up Civil War. Yeah. Uh, and things that move on forward. But, like, it's a good stepping stone. But, like, the movie itself is just, like, meh. Yeah, it's uh, it's fine. Like, yeah. I, agree, I, agree, I definitely agree with you on this one. Uh, number 33 is Captain Marvel. Okay. Yeah, same. It's, like, a pretty forgettable movie. I, th- I think a lot of, like... It, I, I think it's, like, perfectly, like, Captain America First Avenger, where it's just, like, that first one, it's setting things up. Uh, but I think the character could be very interesting. But the other mm-hmm. issue is I think the character's too powerful and she has kind of like a t- Superman issue where I think it's going to be very difficult to make like a very good movie with her. I, th- I, I don't know. They made her seem more powerful than she is. Like she could get stomped by a lot of people in the Marvel universe. So we'll see how they portray that i guess but like at least in this movie she seemed like she was like superman basically and i'm very curious because if they do introduce the x-men uh rogue gets her powers because she touches her for too long yes and like captain marvel is then like put in like a coma right yes and then when she comes back she has her powers but i believe she is less powerful but rogue permanently has her powers and Mm. can see parts of her memory oh interesting and i think that is an interesting like plot aspect yes for for them to use so i hope that something like that occurs yeah that would be pretty cool who knows yeah uh, number 32 is uh, Birds of Prey. Mm, I never watched this either. Um, it's it's all right. Um, yeah. This movie seems like it's more like f- directly for women. Mm, okay. uh, so like, I don't know if I was like, I am like the target audience. Hmm. Uh, the best way I can describe this movie is it kind of feels like they were like, hey, the Deadpool movies are pretty cool and they're fun. We should do that, but we'll make it with like women. We'll and and that's that's kind of how it feels to me where it's it's very similar humor but it doesn't quite work for me i think yeah. i think like women this this movie does feel like it's more for geared for women so 
Um, now we're into 31, and now we're at the five out of seven. So, like, everything after this, I like. Okay. I So, like, almost half the list, I actually, like, legitimately mm-hmm. liked these movies. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, number 31, X-Men Days of Future Past. What? Oh, my God. This would be, like, one of my favorite superhero movies ever, I think. Really? This yeah, one? Yeah, for sure. I, I guess, love Days of Future Past. I guess for me, like, the going back in time and, like, all the time travel stuff, it just didn't quite work for me as uh, I, well. I also, like, I really like the comic arc for Days of Future Past. Sure. So, like, it, it really does it for me. Right. And, and let me be clear. Like, I said I like this movie. No, no, I know, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, it th- putting it 31 does make it seem, like, really low. But, like, yeah. I would say my 31 to 15 there's it like any day it could be you know just like x-men and Dave, days of future past could be like my 17th game like on like, any given day yeah so. i i like days of future past is my favorite x-men movie really but i didn't see, i didn't see logan so okay um number 30 is aquaman <laughs> okay i think this is just a fun movie but i also like jason momoa i i didn't i didn't and we'll probably never see this film but i uh, uh, yeah apparently amber heard not a great person we, oh yeah i don't know if you've seen what's been going on with her uh i have not but... oh with johnny depp you haven't heard any of this oh okay no I, now i know what you're talking about yes <laughs> yeah. uh yes so she's like the main woman in this movie the, mm-hmm. the love interest but like jason momoa is great I, I i enjoy jason momoa in movies so yeah uh he's at least fun and it's just a it's a fun movie you can just kind of watch it, find some enjoyment, and then just like never think about the movie again. So that's mm-hmm. uh, number twenty nine. This is another one you're going to be shocked at so low, mm-hmm. and it's Black Panther. Oh, we can't do. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Disgusting. Uh, I love this movie so much. See, I what I love about this movie is Warmonger. I think he's the best villain. In like, oh, he's on so this good. List, on this he's, Michael, he's so good. Michael B. Jordan just steals this movie. He's so good. But the problem is, if you watch it, he's not in the first hour of the movie. Oh, but I'm fine with that. See, but he's he does steal it. And so this brings me to my, another thing. A couple days ago, they announced that they're going forward with Black Panther 2. Oh, I don't know about that. And so, like, I don't know how they're going to do that. But mm-hmm. we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Well, see, like, for me, Black Panther... I do think it's it I I just don't think that character was fleshed out enough in this movie. I think it's the same issue with Captain Marvel and the original Captain America where like he needed a few more movies to really flesh out the character and I think I would have really liked it. Well, he was in um he was in Civil War. But he wasn't in that movie a ton. Well, it's a, it sets up the whole thing for Black Panther. Black Panther, though. I realize, but like it still Black Panther still feels like it, you know, it's it's the first movie of Black Panther where that it is was all true. Black Panther. And, and like I ended up liking the villain a lot more than the main character just because mm-hmm. like he, he just reminded me of like a less interesting Captain America, I guess. Where like Captain America, like throughout the movies, he just he, he got much more of a story arc. And I just Black Panther just hadn't gotten that yet. Mm-hmm. And I really think he would have gotten it if obviously if if, you know, the, the actor hadn't passed away. Chadwick mm-hmm. Boseman. I, I really think Black Panther would have become one of my favorite superhero like characters, but yeah. just like with this first one, and then he wasn't in like the the two like Avenger movies that much after that. So that is true. Yeah. 
So I really think his time to shine was coming up, but then, like, unfortunately, the the demise of Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 28 is another movie I'm pretty sure you didn't watch, it, which is uh, Joker. Yeah, I did not. And I was surprised I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would. I think I'm just done with the Joker. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but this is definitely very different than just like, this is a very different Joker than like anything else I've seen. Yeah. Uh, it was, Joaquin Phoenix did an excellent job. It is a well-told story. It mm. is uh, much more interesting than I thought it would be. I don't think it's a fun movie. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's even a good movie, but it's definitely a very interesting movie. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 27, this is one of my favorite stories. I just mm. really like the story arc in this movie. And that was X2, X-Men, the second X-Men movie. Yeah, it. this one is the best of those three movies. It is. And I, I watched this and I was like, this actually, like, the action is not the best, but, like, the story at least carries it through to the point where yeah, I was like, I, I like just, this. I hate the second half of this movie where sure. they're just in the Weapon X facility the whole time. I don't know. something, But I do like this movie, too. So, yeah. I, I guess part of it is just, like, I think it's very interesting when they take, like, a character like Stryker, who's not another superhero, and like, they make him, like, a very compelling villain. Yeah, I mean, he's a... Yeah, he is a very compelling villain. So, like, I, I, I was just very impressed that this just kind of... I, I was impressed with this movie, even though it is almost probably an 18 year old movie or however old it is so. mm-hmm. uh number 26 uh ant-man and the wasp god i love this movie yeah it's so fun it's it's a just a really fun movie but I, I just as like you i like the first one better so <laughs> yes not not a whole lot better but i do okay. like it a li- uh, i do like you know for whatever reason i just like the first one a little bit better so mm-hmm. uh number 25 dr strange Yes. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about it. It's mm-hmm. I, I, I think the character Doctor Strange is just an interesting character. Yeah, he's good. Good uh, stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not the, like, I think Ant-Man's probably just a more fun movie, but I do think Doctor Strange, I really like the ending of it as well. Yes. Where it is, it, it's a very unique way to, like, beat the quote-unquote final boss or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. where he has to, like, just outsmart it. Rather mm-hmm. than just like, hey, I'm going to punch harder, and that's how I defeat this. Yeah. Uh, number 24, uh, Shazam. Mm, people like this. I did not see this either. I would recommend this one. This is a fun movie. Yeah, people just seem to think it's a fun movie. Yes, and that's exactly what I would say. Zachary Levi, is a, he's, a, he's a good actor, and it's just fun to watch. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 23 is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We already talked about this movie. Wow, this is buck wild. People hate this movie. I don't remember much about it. I so. I don't know. I, I I just thought like part of it is like I do think Andrew Garfield really came into his own as Spider Man into this in this movie. Uh I know there are some issues with the movie, and that's why I wouldn't say it's a six out of seven or a seven out of seven, but like I enjoyed this movie. I liked this movie. So yeah, I would say it's yeah. a five out of seven and I enjoyed it. Uh, number 22 watchman no it's not that bad i like it's 
fucking terrible. No. As someone who read The Watchmen, it is an abomination that deserves to be buried. As someone who it is hasn't so, read it. It is so fucking bad, and I feel like it is an insult to the graphic novel. It is unbelievable. Oh my god. I have- Oh, holy fuck that movie. I hate that movie. I didn't even remember that existed. I think Zack Snyder is a fucking terrible director. Oh, God damn it, this fucking movie. Yeah, but if you didn't w- read the the comic the the you know the graphic novel, it's not bad. I liked it. Oh man, the it's one of my favorite works of fiction of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can fuck it up that bad. Oh god damn. The HBO show rules though. Yeah, I've heard great things about that HBO show. Yeah. Uh number 21, First Class. Mm. X-Men yep. First Class. This First is, Class is good. Yeah, it's a it's a great x-men movie and i for me it was like the first time you were like oh wow like x-men movies can be good yeah they can be (laughs) and uh sure i mean who would have ever thought kevin bacon as a villain would work out so well but like (laughs) i mean kevin bacon's a great villain in this movie he is yeah uh, and Magneto, and this is the first time where we got like Magneto and uh, Michael Fassbender, and mm-hmm. I can't think of his other name, but Professor X when they're younger. Oh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy, thank you. Mm-hmm. Apparently, James McAvoy like preemptively was like, "Oh, I'm gonna shave my head," and he shaved his head for this movie. And they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, we didn't want you to do that yet," because <laughs> he thought he was gonna have to shave his head, so he just kind of did it on his own. Nice. Uh, another movie that I feel like it should on more than it should. And this is the last movie. I, I just watched this this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah, I I think it just gets shit on more than it should because of The Dark Knight. Sure. I mean, like, yes, compared to The Dark Knight, it's not as good. But yes, as a, which I, that, I think that's the only reason it gets. And also, on. like, I mean, like, I it's very clear that they had to change directions mm-hmm. because I'm guessing that Joker was supposed to be in this movie mm-hmm. and obviously Heath Ledger passing away that made it very difficult for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So I think they had to change some script. Also, I think like, like people shit on Bane's voice, but I like his voice in this. I don't know. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just think about people shooting a Christian Bale's Batman voice because I, mm. I do too. It's yes, hilarious. That is hilarious. But I like Bane's <laughs> voice in this movie, and people do shit on that as well. So yeah. Uh, the next one is a movie that you have not seen, but I think it's a really fun movie, and mm. that's Iron Man Two. Mm, yeah. I keep telling you, like, I think you should watch this movie. I think it's it's a lot of fun. This is where Black Widow gets introduced into the MCU. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. Yes. Interesting. Uh, she has some really fun scenes. And it's not like, uh, you know, Hawkeye, where she like it's one scene. Like, mm. she's in uh, a lot of scenes, and it's very good. Hmm. Um, number 18, Ant-Man. The first God, Ant-Man. This movie is so funny. It is. It is. I love T.I. as my favorite character in this movie. I just. Really? Oh, my God. Yes. He's so funny. Because, like, I think, uh, what is his name? Uh, Michael Pena. Mm. Luis. Also very good. Yes. I, the, their dynamic of those two yes. is yes. excellent. Beyond, I, I love it so much. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, but just, like, Michael Pena's ability to talk is amazing. 
Yes. <laughs> the stories he tells is just incredible. I just like that whole movie is fun. Like yes. even the end where they're like small fighting on the train set mm-hmm. and shit. Like it just I really like Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah, they try to make it look so epic and then they like whenever they like zoom out and then it's just <laughs> it's just like the train, like a toy train going around. It it is hilarious. It's a mm-hmm. very fun movie. Uh number 17, Batman Begins. For a movie made in 2005, this movie has aged extremely well. Yeah, I bet that it has. Ah. Um, I think it's just a good movie overall. Like the the whole plot and everything. It's good. Yes, it is. And a lot of people say it's the best Batman movie. And mm. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Because then they say that like the Dark Knight is more of a Joker movie than a Batman movie. Which, which is fair. Yes, which is absolutely fair. Uh, number 16, uh, Iron Man. Okay. I, that, this is another one that you go like, wow, this has aged very well for a movie made in 2008. The action has held up. Um, Mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr. is just a fun character in this movie. And it, it just, I go back and rewatch the MCU like once a year Mm -hmm. and it's always a good time to just go back and watch that first Iron Man movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, it can get a little rough because then it's Hulk and then Thor <laughs> and then Captain America. You're like, all right, things are getting a little bit better, I guess. But yeah, that first Iron Man movie is uh, at least a good time right at the beginning of it. So mm-hmm. now we're into the six out of sevens. Okay. Uh, so like, I love these movies, like ba- the top 15. I-, I love all these movies. Okay. Uh, number 15, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's so good. It is. And uh, I, uh, I don't know. Like, this is another one where I, I saw people shitting on and I was like, I don't really. really? Yes. I'm like, what? They're wrong. Yeah. I, what? I, I don't know. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, does yeah, an man. amazing job in this movie. Ooh. I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I was listening to some podcast. Apparently the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy, mm-hmm. it was down to Jake Gyllenhaal and Tobey Maguire. Wow. And somehow they really fucked that up. Wow. Yes. Uh, I think those movies could have been a lot better. Wow. One little change. Yep. <laughs> but it's all right. Cause like maybe that saved Jake Gyllenhaal's career. Maybe it saved his career. <laughs> yeah. Cause Tobey Maguire, he didn't do much after that. Nope. Uh, number 14, wonder woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have issues with the final act. Yes, I agree with that. But up until that point, this is a great movie. I think the fish out of war- water storyline works out perfectly. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Like, I sometimes think about that one scene where she's just walking around London carrying her sword and shield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's it's excellent. I am a big fan of Wonder Woman, and I'm very excited about the, the which that, is that out or it's going to be out? It is coming out on HBO Max, I think, within the next couple weeks. Here. That's what I thought. So, like, I'm very. Or maybe, maybe it did come out now. I don't remember. Uh, I okay. It looks like it's coming to theaters December 25th. So, uh, it does look like that. So it, I, I thought it was soon. I, I just think this like 
1984 is going to be just a very colorful, fun movie. And I'm hoping that they just have a bad, a better final act because if that was a better final act, this would absolutely been in my top 10. Uh, one of the funniest movies on this list is number 13, Thor Ragnarok. See, I, I feel bad about this movie because I don't like it anywhere near as much as everyone else on earth does. Really? You just didn't think it was that funny? No, I didn't think it was that funny. And like, I just don't, I don't know. It's fine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause like, I thought like Taika Waititi did an amazing job with this movie. Uh, Yeah. I like, I don't know. At least compared to the others. Something about it. Just like, it's fine. Hmm. That's how I feel. Well, that's very interesting, but that's all right. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I just, God, what's his name? I sh- oh, the rock guy. No, well, no, that's like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to think of, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. yes, I, I don't know. I really did enjoy, enjoy this movie for, mm-hmm. for, oh, Jeff Goldblum. That's what I was Jeff Goldblum. Of. Okay. Yeah. That character is fantastic in the movie. The grandmaster. Mm. Yeah. I am very shocked. You did not like this movie. Yeah, I not really. I guess I don't like because they were trying for their whole weird 80s aesthetic. Like, I just don't give a shit. Okay. It's my thing. That I, me, it like this was just like a comedy. And that's how yeah. I kind of view the movie. So mm-hmm. uh, number 12 is uh, one that I think will be a, a little shocking that it's not higher. Uh, and that's uh, Avengers Endgame. Hmm, interesting. I just think there's a little bit too much going on. That's probably true. Uh and it's all fan service, which is great. It's all great fan service. Mm-hmm. And I really, I love it. Uh, but like, I think I would have liked it if, it if there was a little less going on. And then the other thing is, I like Avengers Affinity more and more, obviously, because I haven't said it mm-hmm. yet. And I think it's just a case of, I like the it, Darkest Before the Dawn storyline mm. like you know, mm. like the one setting up the next one i end up usually liking that one a little bit more so yeah so yeah avengers endgame i love it but it's not a top 10 game or top 10 movie i'm sorry <laughs> uh number 11 uh logan yeah people like this uh you cannot watch this movie i can definitely not watch <laughs> this movie <laughs> Uh, very violent. Oh, 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 very violent. Yes, <laughs> wildly violent within the first few minutes. Yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, and very interesting storyline, and it is very yeah. The sad. old man, the old man Logan storyline is very good. Yes. So. Um, I'm very sad that you can't see this movie. I know, me too, because I know I would like it. So. Yes. Um, I do think there's a couple X Men movies that are better, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you would think they are better. Yes. Uh, but I think, like, if you could watch it, I think this would be your favorite X Men movie. Mm-hmm. So now we are into the top ten, Manny. Top mm-hmm. ten. Uh, number ten is The Dark Knight. Okay. It is an excellent film, and yeah. I think part of the reason why it might be so low is because I've watched it so many times. <laughs> it's maybe lost a little bit of its luster. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, because boy, I've watched this movie a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh. I I don't. There's nothing I can say to say about this movie. Everybody knows about this movie. And yeah, like everyone has seen. Things. Everyone has seen this movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just love that one scene with the Joker with the pencil. The magic. Oh my god, pencil. it's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. Oh uh, god, that that character, 
that performance amazing. It's but amazing. It, it literally killed him. It mm-hmm. literally killed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine is Deadpool two. Mm. I think this movie is hilarious. Yeah, people like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those people. You have not seen these movies, though. Not the movies. I just hate Deadpool as a character. I think you would like these movies, though. I probably, but just oh god. You have to just let it go and just think of it as Ryan Reynolds. He just drives me nuts. But like you remember Ryan Reynolds in the Fast and Furious, the uh uh Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. It's very similar energy and comedy to that. No, I I know, and that's fine. I just like oh, Deadpool, man. I can't get over it. I will never get over it. I'm gonna spoil something that happens in this movie just because I think it's absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh I know you've seen this trailer, the one where they're like recruiting the team. Yeah. Uh, so, so like that happens about two thirds of the way through the movie or maybe about halfway through the movie. They go mm-hmm. through this whole process of recruiting this team so they could like jump from a plane and land and like basically land on a convoy and like take the convoy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody dies. <laughs> Everyone that they recruit dies. <laughs> except for domino because she's lucky that is her mutant power correct (laughs) and then deadpool because obviously deadpool watching everyone else just die in the most horrific way is just incredible after they just set up this entire team and it's the x-force and they're making such a big deal of it and then just boom everybody's dead it's just it's what a great great setup and then just great death and they brought in some like big actors for that too yeah i think the reason i hate deadpool is because of x-force is because it is like the whole mutant kill squad yes and it's like so serious and then they when they added deadpool it was just like i this does not need the comic relief that it has right now because it goes against the whole purpose of what the comic was up until that point it's just very weird Mm -hmm. i don't know uh, this he is also at one point in X Men in training. Uh, just it's it's great. I really do think you should at least watch these movies, but I know you never mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Um, number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy two. Mm, this is another one where we do not feel the same. I do not like this movie. Really, I think it's yeah, hilarious. I think it's so boring. Really? Yeah, I think it's so boring. Wow. Do you like the first one? The first one I love. Okay. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things I really like about it. And just mm. that's really shocking that you do not like it. I think it's just because the what is happening is so obvious from like 10 seconds into the movie that I was like, wow, we're really going to set this up the whole time. Huh? Yeah. But like, what about all the comedy and everything that happened? I mean, that's fine. But it's just like, I, I don't know. I Nothing was keeping me invested in the film the whole mm, time. That's fair. So I also really love the way the movie starts. Yes. Where they fight this space monster and then uh, Drax jumps into the, the space monster. Mm-hmm. And then while that's happening, Groot is just dancing baby group mm-hmm. yes uh, i don't know the comedy just works for me in the movie so yeah uh number seven is the original avengers interesting yes i have not seen this since it came out really? so wow. i yeah i just it's another one where i feel like it's like it was really early in the mcu and like i 
I am afraid that if I watch it again, it will have aged very poorly. It does not. Okay. I'm telling you right now, it does not. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there's something like, because it is like, there's a lot less of them. It just, mm-hmm. it feels a little bit more intimate and it's, it, I don't know. Like, it, it, like you really get to know like the six characters a lot better. And it, it it's just a fun movie. Uh, it's interesting to see where they start out and where they end up. I don't know. I, I really do think mm-hmm. the first Avengers movie is I, I, I top seven movie. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six is Avengers affinity war. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just fantastic. Now I remember when I saw this in theaters, I was like, I wasn't as in love with it, and I just kept mm-hmm. saying like, I need to see Endgame, and then I will like it a lot because like it just yeah. felt unfinished to me, mm-hmm. which obviously it was unfinished. Oh, and yeah. like there was a whole second part to it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, like now that I have a chance to watch like Infinity War and then Endgame, I absolutely love watching Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, number five is Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm, this movie is also very good. It is excellent. Some might say it's top so five. good. I know. Um, Tom Holland was comes in and you're like, oh, my God, Spider-Man can be like an incredible so, character. Who we've knew? done it. Who knew? <laughs> they finally did it. And they yeah. made a vulture. Vulture of all. I know Vulture is normally like a fucking 800 year old man who sucks. And they made so him they did a good job. And that plot twist. Great. Great job. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anybody saw that coming. No. Um, they. Yes. I love homecoming. Uh, number four. Deadpool. The, the original Deadpool. Mm. Mm-hmm. The one thing that blows my mind with this movie is it had a budget of like 60 million dollars. Mm hmm. Like Fox gave Ryan Reynolds no money (laughs) and Ryan Reynolds then was able to just like work out these deals where he was able to get people to do stuff like for really cheap. So like, it doesn't look like a $60 million movie Mm -hmm. Uh, and it made a ton in theaters. It is, it's another one where it is just a really funny, hilarious comedy. I really enjoyed uh, Deadpool. Uh, it's hard to really talk about too much because, like, I know you haven't seen it. So, mm-hmm. and I'll just keep saying, I do think you should at least check them out. <laughs> if anything, they might be a little too violent for you. That's, I think, probably true. Because, uh, oh boy, some of the the way he, some of the way he like kills people and stuff, it's really it's fucked up. So. Mm-hmm. And now we're into what I would classify as seven out of sevens okay. ma- masterpieces. Yes. Um, have you been able to figure out what is left? Uh, I have, I know at least one of them, okay, which what, I definitely agree with, uh, which is the winter soldier. That's number two. Uh, okay. Uh, number one, number three is guardians of the galaxy. The first one. Oh, duh. Yeah. And th- that is very, yes. That movie is amazing. Yes. I, I, I love the, these like top three. I could watch at any point And I absolutely mm-hmm. love, uh, guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. We talked about Guardians of Galaxy one or two. You didn't like it, but like one, I think we both. Oh, liked. now I know what the other one is. Yes, uh, number okay. two is Winter Soldier. Yeah. All I have to say is that elevator scene. It's so fucking oh, good. I know. If anyone has not seen the <laughs> elevator scene from fucking Winter Soldier, you gotta look that shit up because yes. it's so good. It's so good. He's just like, I'm. Anybody wants out, you can get out now. Yeah, you. Can. <laughs> 
because shit's about to go down, and then he just fucks everyone up. It's amazing. Oh, I love that movie so yes. much. It's so good. And then you know what's a little bit better? Civil War. Civil for you. War. Yes. I, yeah. I love Civil War. Civil War is also a very good movie for sure. Um, oh, I just think yeah. like Civil War ends up being like the best Avengers movie. That might be true, actually. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate that it's called Captain America: Civil War. It is. It's weird that it's Captain America three. Uh, because what ends up happen what ended up happening is like it did not do well in the box office yeah. internationally because it was called Captain America and like international audiences don't care about Captain America as much, mm-hmm. which is very unfortunate because as I said, like I think it's the best Avengers movie. Um, normally I I like more comedies. I don't know if you could tell just by my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but like Winter Soldier and Civil War, they're just so good as one and two. I just the action sequences, and apparently I'm just a massive Captain America fanboy because <laughs> those are my one two. I yes, I have nothing but amazing things to say about those movies, and they have like interesting storylines where like Winter Soldier, the the second one, that's all about like them bringing down um, Hydra. Yep. From within. Mm-hmm. And then like number one, I think one of the br- big reasons why I liked it is because the villain wins. Because mm. uh, like I, you remember, like he, he like sets it up and he, he sets it up. So like uh, Captain America and uh, Iron Man will fight each other at the end because he wanted to end the Avengers, but he mm. knew he couldn't fight them. But if he could bring it down within like from within, like it would basically dismantle the empire. And Mm -hmm. I just love at the end where like someone asks like the villain and is like, Hey, how does it feel knowing that you failed so miserably? And then he just kind of says, did I, (laughs) and and it's true. I mean, like they did not get back together, at least captain America and iron man until infinity or until end game. Yeah. Cause like they were not together in infinity war. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's I love Civil War, so I'm sure many people disagree with my list. Um, I'm sure you disagree with my list in a lot of big ways. That I mean, that's true, but I I mean that's fine because Winter Soldier was where it should be. So. You think it would should be top two? Oh, I mean, yeah. For me, I think it would be number one. But really, I, you would put it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. I I love I love that movie so much. Mm. Have you watched it recently? uh within the last two years yeah okay. you do not watch all 65 movies i would recommend not doing that. uh man there were a couple that i was surprised you did not list oh what did i forget uh the punisher uh, uh, oh, uh blade <laughs> blade 2 uh, uh, blade i was like oh that's not really main marvel is it yeah, blade is a marvel character oh is he i mean he blade will be in the mcu in a couple years oh I guess. The, oh wait, no, Blade. I didn't because it's ninety-eight. Uh, well, Blade two then. But then, like, that'd be weird. So then I would Blade have two thousand two. Uh, and you didn't watch the New Mutants. <laughs> um, it just came out very recently, and apparently, it's fucking awful. So, good thing you didn't watch that. <laughs> so what you're saying is, I have to watch the New Mutants. Yeah, I so I saw people like start reviewing it and like, oh boy, 
It seems fucking bad. See, like, when I started making this list of, like, movies I got to watch, New Mm -hmm. Mutants were not out yet. No, it it just came out very recently. I I completely forgot about it. I did miss... the Punisher. I can't the believe that. People do that. like that movie. I never saw that movie, but people like have a weird affinity for that movie for some reason. Well, they have it a weird a very. Of... It is a very low like critic score. Yes, like it's but... like got a thirty on Metacritic or some shit. I feel but... like The Punisher has like a weird cult following in general. I assume a it lot doesn't of it... make sense. I, I so I don't understand that because the people who have like Punisher logos on their trucks and stuff yes. have they have fundamentally misunderstood what the Punisher stands for. Uh, which happens a lot with stuff. Uh, definitely. <laughs> but like, he would not like those people. So it's, no. just, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. And it's always weird. Cause like you see like kids that are like 12 walking around with like a Punisher t-shirt and you're like, I don't know if I would let a young child watch the Punisher movies. Yeah, I I don't either. Or like not um, or like that TV show, the, 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 the TV Netflix show, show yeah, or the whatever, yeah. Because like, it did seem like they were going with some very heavy themes, and like, I'm guessing a kid would not fully understand those themes. But yeah, it seems like a lot of adults either, because you do see who like it's always a pickup truck. It's always it's a al- truck. always a pickup truck, always. And it seems like it's always just like the pro gun people that are like the Punisher. Yeah. Like he's all about guns, you know, mm-hmm. the second amendment. That's, that's what he stands for. That's I- what he's all about. <laughs> that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, there is a venom two coming out. Oh, that's good. 2021. And it is exactly what they set it up to be where carnage is in it. So oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. That'll go great. I'm sure. I saw, I saw the movie poster just now. Hmm. 2021 okay so i oh there was a teaser trailer maybe i'll have to watch the punisher 2004 movie uh yeah i don't know i'd never watched it but people like weirdly liked it back then uh so i don't know but it Uh, seems like it's probably a bad movie i'm guess can guess like pretty much everything before batman begins is pretty bad in my opinion yes they could not figure it out and then Batman Begins, everyone's like, whoa, you can make like a good superhero movie with like a well-written story? Oh, I have a question now because yes. of your list. Yes. This year's best superhero movie was Sonic the Hedgehog. And you did see that movie. Where would you rate it? <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> I would give it a four out of five. Sure. It was fine. I'll give you that. So but would, as the you know the superhero movie of the year, Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, I don't think that's true because um, Wonder Woman is coming out. Mm, shit, so. they, she ruined his streak. <laughs> no, so that sucks. Ah, oh, damn it! He will be dethroned. That's so sad. Very sad. But actually, you know what? It won't technically. Because it will not be at the box office. No, I I think. Well, I mean, but only in other countries, not here. So it will tank in comparison. It will tank. Yes, I'm not. I'm, but I'm saying like, there's no world where Wonder Woman 1984 is not a better movie. Oh, I mean, definitely. Yeah, no way. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, Wonder Woman comes out uh, mm-hmm. on Christmas Day on HBO and in theaters. And I did not realize that Warner Brothers is putting all of their upcoming films on HBO. So yes. the fourth Matrix movie will come. Yep, that will. They they just announced that this week. I almost talked about it, but I was like, ah, that doesn't really have anything to do with video games. No, movies, yeah. So, but uh, so yes. Uh, that's what I did this year is just watch a fuckload of superhero movies. So I so you can understand that I missed a few, but like Yeah. Uh that's a lot for one person to watch these. Oh, Hellboy was the other one I was thinking of. But that's not MCU or DC. Oh, you're right. That's tech I think it's image. Yeah. I can't remember. So like I thought about Hellboy and I had it on my list, but then I was like, oh, I don't even no, because like then I'd have to watch all three. That's true. And I don't know if I want to watch that third one. Uh, yeah, people did not like the third one. And if I'd watch that, then I'd have to watch like, because like Vin Diesel was just in a new one this year as well, wasn't he? Oh, I was that a comic movie? I think I might have. Might be. It might be a, a Bloodshot comic thing. Yeah, I Bloodshot. thought Bloodshot's a comic book hero. He may be. I just, I just don't know. Yeah, it's about. Valiant Comics. Oh, okay. So I was like, I don't know if I really want to get into all of that stuff. Because then there would, then my list would have been probably like 80 movies long if I got into like all the other stuff. Yeah, because then you would have had to watch Kick-Ass, Kick-Ass 2, mm-hmm. Wanted. Uh, Constantine. You know. Ooh, Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember our friend Ben was really into that movie. Constantine's pretty good, man. So, uh, shit is. Oh man, I think Constantine might actually be. Yes, he is a DC character. Yeah, I knew that, but I was like, I don't know, watch. I, I've what? got enough here. <laughs> Gianni Reeves, man. Sure, I probably should have, but like people, I, people like Constantine a lot. Whether they should or not, I don't know the answer, but. Whoa, three weeks ago, Constantine 2 is in the works. Whoa, that's cool. Whoa, that's Peter Stormare, and he looks fucked up. What the fuck? Okay, anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that'll do it for our podcast. That was fun. Yeah. I appreciate hearing your list, because boy, that's a lot of movies. I watched, I told you, I and a lot of them feel very samey. They, they definitely mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I bet. When you watch like all these movies. So I would not yeah. recommend doing this. No. Uh, but I did it for you. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. I <laughs> I am now an expert on this. So That's, hey, someone needs to be. Yes. <laughs> um, so with that, uh, that's it for this week. Next week is going to be hot. Let me tell yes. you guys. So many world exclusives from Jeff Keighley and the Game Awards, but also I will have played Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. So I will be able to give you my impression on what will arguably be too many hours to play in one day. Well, and you're going to have to take uh, a break. Well, I will, but I will also stay up all night. So Okay, then. Uh, then I will have played at least five hours of the product, so I'll be able to talk about it mm-hmm. with some authority. Uh, maybe if the patch downloads... Uh, <laughs> oh yeah that's true. Yeah, you're definitely we'll not playing that the first day <laughs> no yeah so with that we will catch you guys next week as always the theme song sting operation by the band Anamanaguchi. excellent chiptune band check them out 
Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>